Peace. What's good, kings and queens? It's your boy Jacoby Ryan back again for another week of the More I Know, The More I Don't podcast. This is now episode number 10, and we out here with it, man. Uh, familiar territory. You feel me? Just dropped uh, Friday. Uh, we're going to talk about that at the end of this podcast. Uh, of course, for the ones returning who uh listening week in and week out, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, for the first timers, thank you all for taking the time. I hope this provides some value for you to use in your own life with your own discretion. Um, and I hope it's worth your time. You know what I'm saying? I know we all got a finite amount of time. But uh, uh, I'm excited for this episode, man. I'm excited to, to be in week 10. Um, man, there's not much else to say other than let's get to it. You feel me? Uh, so uh, just to get started, I guess uh, what I really want to emphasize is the whole purpose of this um 52 and 365 movement as well as this podcast as well as my whole rollout process every week uh one of the intentions is to really um exemplify the process you know what i'm saying like a lot of my friends that i have that i talk to um i i, I talk a lot about falling in love with the process and like uh wherever your fear is at is where your purpose is you know what i'm saying and just <clears throat> looking at what you're scared to do and exploiting that you know what i'm saying attacking that and embracing that and and face facing that and getting over that fear you know what i'm saying whatever that looks like so when you when you do that uh a lot of the times that can look like um hypocrisy um it could look like uh it could look like you just trying to do stuff for show um it could look like all different kinds of things you know what i'm saying uh so i just wanted to give people a real account of that happening where like i'm every day every week i'm thinking about different ways i can market um different things that i'm scared to do that i know could maybe help the the uh the campaign you know what i'm saying and just readjusting and recalibrating the the process um to do to maximize the reach of the whole campaign you know uh, some example was like I tried to do a, a vlog where some good friends of mine had uh, suggested that I start vlogging just because like of course putting a song out every week there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle and people may want to see that process and I tried to do it like for, for a day and just the day alone like I didn't want to do it because for one I was it's, it's hella uncomfortable just to be having a camp like recording myself like I feel hella corny just recording myself all day and talking to the camera and shit. And then secondly was that like I was I was afraid that like I was going if I put out too much of this too many too many of these videos every day that's like pointless stuff. I'm uploading artwork or I'm working on the artwork for next week or I'm uh looking at marketing the video or I'm trying to upload stuff to YouTube, whatever. Um, just think, I just with the fear of that minute type of content driving people off and, and having less followers and people unfollowing me and not watching my stories anymore and then just just all these different fears that I completely make up in my mind, you know what I'm saying? And that kept me from doing the vlogs. Like I quit doing the vlogs every day just because like I couldn't get over that and I what I didn't I chose not to get over that. Um, so. I just wanted to emphasize what the what one of the intentions was of this whole campaign. It's just to really provide an example and an exhibit of the process and just trying different things, changing different things. I'm actually, like, with the podcast format, I think I'm going to start 
uh, changing the, the format a little bit to have segments where I can make sure I, I, I have a format in, in my process, you know what I'm saying, so that I can uh, maybe add an interview portion with the with the song review portion and have, uh, like, what I'm reading right now, it's just things like that. Um, and just really be able to touch on every part that I'm trying to express and, and talk about. Uh, so, long story long, um, just roll, roll with the boy. Um, like I said, this is all a, a process of, of development. Um, and the purpose of this is for us to, to sharpen each other. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, without further ado, let's get to the to the to the to the next pieces of content. So, if you're a real one, you already know. First things first. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Um, real quick, what I want to talk about is. Um, the difference between capitalism and American capitalism. Uh, I, I came across a tweet this past week that said, like, uh, millennials are against capitalism because capitalism has not uh, worked for most of America, you know what I'm saying? Which I, I agree with, I, I believe wholeheartedly. Um, and that brought up in my mind just like how. A lot of people, of course, the, the the obvious. A lot of people don't feel good about capitalism. I mean, it's a it's a people say it's an evil system. Um, it lead, it eats off the the poor, and of course, capitalism is a system based on uh, gain, basically. You know what I'm saying, and, and theoretically, people people say it's you have to gain at the expense of others, um, and that's why most people don't like it. And the argument in response to that is usually, uh, anybody has an opportunity to, and just just these other things. And like they really like try to make up this whole reality of what they want capitalism to be, um, which a lot of the times just isn't accurate. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the times it is accurate, but a lot of the times it's not too. Um, and my take is like, I'm, 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 I like capitalism. I'll say that, uh, but I don't like American capitalism and the capitalism that we practice every day in the world. Um, I think there's a difference between the capitalistic theory that people use to justify capitalism, and I think I think that's different than what capital than the capitalism that America employs every day. You know what I'm saying? That America basically uses. You know what I'm saying? I think the the system of capitalism that America employs, and that, of course, by extension, the world employs, is exactly what we say it's not. You know what I'm saying exactly, it's, it's I'm taking it from you. you know what I'm saying it's a scarcity mindset. It's I gotta take mine. I gotta take yours to get mine. In order for me to have more, you gotta have less. And um, I don't I don't think that's how it has to be. You know what I'm saying? I think capitalism could be like off top capitalism now. Is based off of profiting at the expense of others. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when you um, sell makeup, it's I'm profiting off of people not feeling good about themselves as they are. So I want to make them feel better about themselves and selling this product. Is I um, I want to uh, sell this car, so I'm gonna make people feel like I'm gonna make people feel, I'm gonna make people feel bad about their their social status in life. 
so that they purchase this car and, and feel better about flaunting it off to their friends and, and showing up to places and and making all these payments over this their whole lifetime and not being able to invest in something that's going to provide them income when they can't work no more to make no money. But instead, they're making payments on this car that makes them feel good. It's really not worth shit, and it's going to put them back. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the capitalism I don't like. You know what I'm saying? I feel like capitalism could be just as easily uh, profiting off of making the world better. You know what I'm saying? Like you could profit off of peace, just like people profit off of the, off of war. Like war, the the war industrial complex is like, or the military industrial complex is one of the the biggest money making machines in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the most biggest capitalistic schemes in the world. You know what I'm saying? But we can have that same energy towards this system that's based off profit and off making people better, off bringing value to people, off making them uh, 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 fulfilled, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to say happy, but making people fulfilled and giving them the resources and the opportunities and the access that they need um, to create for themselves, you know what I'm saying? Because it ain't on no, no giving to anybody, you know what I'm saying? But it is a matter of equity and making sure that everybody has the same access and opportunities and we equip everybody um, with the right things, you feel me? Uh, so that was just a real real quick thing I wanted to touch on and I'll talk a little bit about a little bit about a little bit more about this stuff coming up. Um, cuz I'm actually looking at starting a brand called Creating Own uh, where we talk about the art of the art of financial literacy business um, for normal people and artists, you know what I'm saying? Just for people who who talk like this every day who don't want to hear the jargon but they need to know the information so that they can have that foundational knowledge for themselves um so yeah man um long story long like i just feel like and even like with with the with the concept of genius you know what i'm saying like a lot of people say people who make a lot of money are genius like my homie was talking about donald trump and he was like yeah he, he a genius he made all his money and it was like yeah he got some bullshit he did bullshit to get it but he got a lot of money and he was talking about how uh, just looking at different people with a lot of money and saying they genius because they got a lot of money. And for me, like, I feel like making money is the easiest thing in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can easily go out and sell drugs to mad addicts and fiends and make hella bread. Uh, of course, it's dangerous. Um, but, I mean, to make money, there are things you can you can go have sex with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can making money is not a hard thing to do. But making money the hard way is, a, I mean, making money the right way is a hard thing to do. And that's what's genius to me. Like, when you can... When you can become wealthy off of providing value to people, when you can provide, when you can get wealthy off making the world a better place, that's genius to me. You know what I'm saying? But if you get rich off of fucking people over, I can't respect that. That's not genius to me. That's that's mediocre. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can do that shit. Anybody can go fuck somebody over and profit off of it. That's not hard. Um, so that's why I mean I don't I don't fuck with the capitalistic system that we have now. Um, but I do think that capitalism can look a lot different. Uh, if it's done in a responsible manner with responsible individuals. Uh, and, you, and lastly, you can look at this like college, you know what I'm saying? That's a, a very good indicator of, of the, irresponsi- the irresponsibility of the capitalistic system that we have where college is, is a product, you know what I'm saying? The product they sell is an education. They sell, they sell this, this product for thousands and thousands of dollars, you know what I'm saying? And this price continues to go up. So when you look at uh, Foot Locker or any store, any resale store, when they sell a product and that price is going up, that price is going up because it has more value. You know what I'm saying? Like they're or they're giving the idea that it has more value. So you look at college. You know what I'm saying? The price keeps going up, but the value goes down. You know what I'm saying? They haven't 
adapted the curriculum to to the how technology is and how te- the technological advances have affected society and culture and the workplace and we haven't learned the different skills we need to make sure that we can adapt and, and work with this technology uh, appropriately you know what i'm saying like college is the biggest as far as financially the biggest scam uh that i can think of that represents the the irresponsibility of the capitalistic system where the price continues to go up, but the value continues to go down. Nobody's looking at the the product and, and making sure that the product is as good as it can be for the customers. It's just like I, it's just like the college, the collegiate system, the the academia, whatever you want to call it. It's just like they're they're looking at their product and they know it's terrible for people. It's like McDonald's. It's like I'm selling Big Macs to people, knowing that they fucking they knowing that we fucking their insides up, but they like it. And it's selling it and it's making us rich. So we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep peddling it. We're going to keep justifying it. We're going to keep pushing it down their throat and, and making it seem like more of a lie that it's bad for them. You know what I'm saying? Making it seem like it's and trying to manipulate them into thinking that this is okay for me to eat, knowing good and well is bad for people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the shit that I can't get with with capitalism. Like, that's irresponsibility. And um, I think I'm probably way too positive and optimistic to think human beings can operate in a system without that. Um, but it is what it is. You feel me? Week 10, familiar territory. Just dropped this past Friday. Thank you to everybody who has streamed that already, who's checked that out. Um, if you haven't, make sure you go listen to that at jacobyryan.com slash familiar territory or just search it in any streaming site that you listen to. Uh, the video will be out tomorrow. Um, yeah, man. So, so this song was, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> this I didn't even plan for this to be in this strategy. So when I came up with a fifty-two and three sixty-five strategy uh, last year, around probably like August September, um, I came up with the idea, and I already had the, the nucleus of songs that I had in mind, and um, I just went to searching through my library, looking at different songs that I haven't released over the few last few years, and if I wanted to include anything that I wasn't thinking about. So I was listening and I came across familiar territory and it was it had it was only one verse and it had mad open uh room on the beat. I like, man, where the fuck did this come from? Like I don't even remember doing that. Like I probably did it in twenty ten, twenty eleven, um maybe. Like I, I I honestly don't remember when I recorded that. I don't remember writing it, nothing. Um but I know that my little brother had put me onto it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had, whenever I recorded it, whenever I, I listened to it, whenever I discovered it, I discovered it through him. Like, he had played it for me. I think he may have asked me to get on it with him, and I did a verse. And I think he may have done a version before. I just didn't have that version, but he wanted to redo his verse because I was like, yo, I'm finna put this back out. Um, write to this so we can put this out. Um, so that didn't work. Of course, uh, as you can see, it's just me on the song. And, uh, and like with the, with this whole campaign, like I haven't, like I, I don't, I don't want to have too many features. I don't want to have any features at all, really, just because like, and this is how I've operated over the past four or five years, where I haven't done many features or gotten many features, um, because I had a lot of proof to myself. You know what I'm saying, and I still got a lot of proof to myself, and I just got to make sure that I can be confident in myself. And I'm now at a point where I am because I've done the work. And now it's just a matter of me putting out that work that don't have any features with nobody else that I had to do in order to feel this confident in my artistry as an artist. Um, so now that I'm this way, now I'm starting to ask for more features and have more cats feature on stuff. But I'm not. I'm probably not going to do many features at all. 
uh, in the 52 and 365 campaign. Um, but my little brother was one that I was definitely going to be cool with. Um, it just didn't work out. Uh, but so I'm going through songs and I come across familiar territory. I ask my little brother to do his verse and everything. And I'm planning on doing this. And I'm like, man, I don't know who this producer is either. Like, I don't know who produced this. And, um, then I asked my little brother who it was and he put me on to him. I shot him a DM. It was like, yo, I'm about to put this song out trying to give you these rights. Uh, let me know what your email, what your what your uh, PRO information is so I can make sure you get your, your, your side of the earnings. And never got a response, you know what I'm saying? So uh, let this be on the record, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to get my nigga his, his, his side of the earnings. Um, whenever he responds, he, he got it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I remember... <clears throat> I remember the time frame that I'm thinking that I wrote this song in, and it was when a lot of people don't know this, but I was in a um, a group with some of my closest friends coming up from high school. Where like we, I mean, we was doing shows for like six hundred dollars for like six hundred dollars a pop uh, for like two summers straight. You know what I'm saying I was in college. I was like a sophomore or junior in college, and every summer I go back and we was making this bread off doing these shows. Like we'd have like. We had the number one song on the radio in Lawton for, like, six or seven months straight. You know what I'm saying? So we was, like, low-key popping. You know what I'm saying? And um, in that time, we did a lot of music, and we signed a bad deal. And uh, it was 100% my fault. And that's why I'm a lot of the way that I am now as far as being independent and, and being aware of what I'm doing. Um, but that's, that's for another episode. We'll, we'll get into that more. Um, but, yeah, uh I don't even know how I got it got to that. Um, oh yeah, well, familiar territory. So uh, I think I wrote that around that time when that time was ending, um, and we did a lot of music that was dope that we couldn't put out because of the contract we were under. Um, and this was a song that I was just writing, and this is when I really started realizing I had a gift uh, with writing. Because I mean, around this time, I re- I written a song um, that will not be named at this at this time that one of my best friends heard and made him cry off top, and I was like, damn, like. I got a gift with this, you know what I'm saying? This was around that time where I was feeling real confident in my ability because I had been writing and rapping for uh, consistently for so long. And that's really what I have been... That Like, when I wrote this, I want to say I was at a point in my artistry that I am now where I was very confident in my ability because I had been putting in the work to feel confident, you know what I'm saying? And, and putting in the work to feel uh, good about what, I, what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? Um, my that that line I turn to God, turn into Godzilla. That's probably one of my favorite lines I've ever came up with. Um, but yeah, man, the whole pro- purpose of this is just really just to to show you this is a part of the journey. You know what I'm saying like this whole song, like this whole month, is, the songs are really um, insightful, um, and it's really just about this is like a leg of the journey. You know what I'm saying where I'm I'm feeling lost. I feel. Uh, like I'm looking for something, you know what I'm saying? And it's just representative of where I've been at in my career as an artist uh, already. So I uh, hope y'all enjoy your familiar territory. Um, streaming now, video available tomorrow, shot by Image Line Studios. Make sure y'all listen to the rap podcast on every Friday. Um, follow me at Nothing Too Much, no G in the number two, Instagram on Twitter, um, JacobyRyan.com. Um, thank y'all once again for listening. This has been week number 10, man. 10. We 10 weeks in. And we're going to keep going for 42 more. You feel me? 
so y'all have a good week. Uh, be great. Be grateful. This is the more I know, the more I don't podcast. Peace. Love.